Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Pardon me. First things first, there's water in your body. Probably not do the right thing and drink some water. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my show. Give me five stars. If it's not five stars, I have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. Last but not least, if you like to email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right, let's get to these emails. Let's see what's happening with it. Uh, Swaggy recommendations. This comes from B. Yep. But it is, Rick. Hope all is well. With the good brother, it's your boy B. So I'm taking my girl to NY in December. Since she's never been, and I want to come back. I need some recommendations on what to do. Where to stay. How to get it, Liddy. I know about the big Christmas trees in Central Park, but what else you got for me? As always, good looking out, peace and blessings, and pass the dressing. Peace. Oh yeah, shout out to my nigga Brown for winning his fourth ring. Sent from my iPhone. Now B, I'm a little bit of a bind here. Because had you have asked me this in October of 2019, I would have had a medley of things to tell you. But these days, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Because between me and you, I haven't really gone anywhere. I've been sneaky linking my life away. I don't fucking go no fucking place. I don't know what to tell you to do. Now, what I can tell you is this. Go to Groupon to get the hotel room. Specifically, if you want to stay in Manhattan. Now, I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know how you guys are traveling. But if you want to stay in Manhattan, go to Groupon right now. Groupon is where it's at in regards to rooms and all that type of shit. You'll fuck around and get like a nice, smooth, luxury type suite situation in Manhattan for fucking like $110 a night. Like it's something ridiculous. So you need to fuck with that. Or you can go to hotels.com. You know what I'm saying? Because rooms in Manhattan aren't as expensive as you think because there's so many hotels because there's so many people in Manhattan. So unless you're trying to stay at like the W or some shit like that, if you can just lessen your accommodations just a little bit, you can stay in something smooth. Now, what I will tell you is this. The best thing to do if you're in New York, specifically in December when it's cold, whatever, you need to Google things that align with your interest. So top five food places in New York, do shit like that. Uh, 42nd Street might be a little dry because of COVID. So all the things that you probably would have done is probably a dub now. Specifically with the third spike of COVID happening literally this weekend, according to what news says. So if you want to come to New York, yeah, I mean, you, you, I would say either go to Eventbrite or think of things that you would like to do. Maybe you can find a place that has axe throwing. And due to the fact that New York is so big, you can find something to do that align with interests that are like COVID friendly, but you just have to know where the fuck it is. Cause a lot of times you'll be in a building where it could be financial services. It could be unemployment. It could be fucking a supermarket. It could be a restaurant. Like it's these, it's these buildings that have like no discernible entrance to them. And if it does have a discernible entrance, there's damn sure no sign about what it is. 
and what you like might be on like the fourth floor of like a random ass building. And I mean shit like that. So also uh, look for old movies that are being played. You know what I mean? Just it's gonna have to be activity driven. Now as far as getting litty, I don't know if you drink, but getting in a room and doing like a drug or two. Or just getting like absurdly drunk and then going to Google and then doing like the first thing that you see is like a great way to go. And I mean, if you're trying to get some eats, just don't have it be like food driven where you just just restaurant this, restaurant that. Try to explore. You know what I'm saying? Try to try to get a part or some shit. Don't go on that bus where you're sitting on the outside because my nigga, it's going to be freezing, bro. You can't have your girl in inclement weather, son. She's not going to give you no pussy after that. So if there's some other things that you can do, if you can maybe do a helicopter ride, that's pretty dope. That's pretty fly. That's, that, I mean, and that shit is relatively inexpensive. I'm saying you can go up with a helicopter for like 20 minutes. You know what? If you wake up in the morning and you look up brunch places, right? Specifically with that outdoor dining when they have the heating lamps. You look up COVID-friendly brunch places. You'll get some food. Then do a helicopter ride i think that shit is like i don't know what your budget is i don't know what your pockets look like but if you have like 200 dollars available you can fuck around get a helicopter get off the helicopter you know what i'm saying fuck with some bars because uh new york has a whole bunch of like hidden bars that niggas don't even know about get yourself some drinks you understand maybe do some axe throwing maybe play some pool some darts just do something that you're in like different parts of the city at different times of the day you know what I'm saying? What is the best fried chicken place in New York City? Go to the where it's like number one rated. You fuck with that. You know what I mean? Just do something to where you could be on the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side, the Lower East Side, Soho. Try to make it so you're seeing as much of the city as possible. You know what I mean? And that is a fly weekend that could be concluded with getting some vagina from your girl. You know what I mean? Peace and blessings. All right. Do 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 do. Uh, la, 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 la. Questions about absentee ballots. Uh, this comes from Ananza. Hey, Reek, I really enjoyed the episode with your aunt Deb, and I have a question for you and or her about the sign my ballot. So with Corona out and about, I decided to order my absentee ballot, and lately I've been seeing a lot of information on the internet about ways in which your absentee ballot can be considered invalid. One thing that I've seen is that you, if you don't use the signature that the state has on file for you, your ballot won't count. My question is... How do I know what my signature the state has on file for me? Is it the signature on my license? When I turned 21 and got my new license, I'm almost certain that if I had to sign a document, I used a different signature. Also, at one point, I got called for jury duty, but I had to postpone it because of college, and I believe I had to sign something, and I also used my new signature. So is MY even a state that is enforcing this? I created that signature when I was an overzealous 16-year-old, and I've never signed my name or anything like that a day in my life. So now I'm worried that I'm going to have to recreate some dramatic-ass signature, and still, my attempt to recreate my old signature may get my ballot thrown out. Best, Ananza. All right, it's a great question. First, by the time you hear this, you can't mail that shit in. You're going to have to walk to a a polling site and drop that shit off. You put that shit in the envelope. You pass that shit to somebody. They put that shit in a box that's going to be uh, accumulating all the absentee balance throughout the day. Secondarily, 
your best bet is to go with the signature that's on your license. Reason why is because the Board of Elections in general, the entirety of the state, they use your signature to identify who you are as a person. And the reason why I say this is because if you if you was to go and vote right now, right? Say, for instance, you want to go and vote the hard way. We're not even allowed to look at your license. They they literally train us not to look at it. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to ask you your name. They're going to ask you whatever have you to, to verify your address. And then they I don't probably where you are, they're going to be using iPads as well. They're going to be flipping over an iPad. They're going to give you the stylus and they're going to ask you to sign. They're going to align that signature with what's on your ID only because the best way to the, the one, not the best way, but the primary way that you're verified as like not an illegal alien or whatever have you is what the DMV has on file for you. They go to the DMV. They're like, yo, let me see that shit real quick. They take a quick scan of that shit. They put that shit in the voters' home base. You know what I'm saying? Because the DMV is like the best way to just have everybody on record. Like it's just like one hand wash the other, both wash the face. If you don't got a license, if you don't got a permit, if you don't have a New York State ID card and whatever, then you're out of luck. But I semi know you personally, and because I know you so personally, well, with my interactions with you, I know that you have something on file. But the only thing they have on file is the way that they can recognize you. You know what I'm saying? So if your name is signed one way or some whole other shit, that's all up to you. But you're going to have to replicate the signature you have on file that's on your ID card. If not, it's very possible your shit might not count. That's the fucking... That's uh, the truth in the booth, my nigga. There's no other way for me to say it. But don't mail that shit in because it's too late. You got to go. Put that shit in the envelope. You pass that shit to somebody like, yo, I'm not trying to wait in line. Here, they be like, ah, right, good looking. They'll take that shit from you and they'll put that shit in the absentee box. You know what I'm saying? Where they um, also collect them shits. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, the signature that's on your D card or your permit or your license is the one that they're going to go along with um, just because just to reiterate the best way for them to accumulate information about you uh, is by them going to the DMV. Okay. Next email. Uh, this comes from Terrence or TK and it's entitled crab fries. Reek greetings. The crab fries story was super funny to me because I've been duped out of town as well. The naming conventions of these foods get your mouth salivating and then boom, you've been got. As soon as you said fries with Old Bay seasoning and cheese sauce, I felt your pain instantly. How could they disappoint the good brother? They could, they had to be the worst, I'm sorry, that had to be the worst feeling ever. One of my college professors once told me to be skeptical of everything. Peace and blessings, past the dressing, TK. My nigga, I was distraught. When I was chilling and I go to open these fries, my nigga, I take off the top of these fries, my nigga, and I see what I thought was paprika. I'm like, I know these niggas did not put paprika on my fucking crab fries. And then I'm looking at the dip that also had a lid on it. I'm like, oh, this must be the crab. Nah, nigga. This shit was some bullshit cheese, son. I can't, I was, it, it. It shifted my mood because I, I just, I was tricked. I, I don't, 
I don't act kindly to people who try to trick me. But I didn't do my due diligence. So I only had myself to blame. It's kind of like when you get pulled over for speeding. Like, yeah, like my nigga, why are you on the highway giving niggas tickets? But on the other hand, why am I driving 90 miles an hour? This is something that could be controlled. I just got finished paying $164 in red light tickets. Right? If I just chill and just break on the red, these things don't happen. But with me, I'm just overzealous. I'm always driving. This is not my man. Fuck, I'm about to make this right turn real quick. Wrong. Wrong. Because if I just chilled out, I would see that it says no turn on red. And then they have these cameras that will fuck you all up. Or if I'm driving and I'm doing like 45, 50, 60 miles an hour, whatever have you. And I'm doing my thing and I like turns out like, oh, I can go through this. Flashing lights. $80 out my pocket. Very same thing with these crab fries. If I sat, talked to someone and been like, I know these say crab fries. Do they actually have crab in them? That's all I had to ask. And they were like, no, we try to mirror the taste of the crab. We're just putting Old Bay on there. And then we give you a choice of uh, dips. Well, you can get cheese. You can get this. You can do that. Like, all right, so that's all I'm, I'm, I'm certain here. There, There is no actual crab meat on these fries. They would have told me no. And I wouldn't have felt duped. But I put my trust into a white establishment. The same way you put your trust into these fucking cameras when you're driving the car. These niggas don't know you and they don't owe you anything. Same rules apply to restaurants. So whenever you see keywords that get your mouth salivating, ask the stupid question. Do these fries actually have crab meat in them? I want fucking proof. That's all you got to do to not end up like me. And based on what you told to me, you've been duped as well. Now, I mean, uh, write another email. Let me know what happened to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we can fight the good fight together. We got to warn the people about this fucking shifty marketing that niggas do to, to get you out your $18. I paid $18 for the fries, my nigga. For fries and fucking dip, my nigga. With Old Bay on top. That, that shit's getting mad again. I got to go to the next email. All right. Uh... You can call me by my real name. This comes from Christopher Lloyd. Is that the nigga from Winnie the Pooh? Or is that Christopher Robin? Whatever. If you listen to my show, you're probably not white. Anyway, what's up, Reek? Long-time listener, first-time emailer of the show. First, I want to say I'm a big fan of the show. Well, thank you, Christopher Lloyd. We have a mutual friend in Cherry. Oh, Cherry Poppins! Yeah, I love her, yo. She's wild dope. We got to all link... One of these days, but Cherry lives in the outskirts of Pennsylvania, so I see her like once a year on accident. Anyway, she put me on, and we bond over your show every week. I was curious to see what your opinion on Bill Burr being canceled. I think people are super sensitive these days and forget that we all can respectfully disagree. I look forward to this week's show. Stay hydrated. Good brother. Well, thank you, Christopher Lloyd. First and foremost, uh, you can't cancel Bill Burr. Because the people who was trying to cancel him were the people who wouldn't support him in the first place. Because, matter of fact, not, not, let me not say because. I don't want to start off my sentence with that. The reason why you cannot cancel Bill Burr is because, God damn, I said because again. The reason for that lies with who he is as a comedian in the first place. If you've ever listened to him, that's his brand of comedy. 
sexism related, gender role related, gender related, killing off people. You know what I'm saying? Like saying that the planet is too populated. Like that's been his shtick for like 15 years at this point. Talking about white women and how they're wilding or how women are wilding as a as a gender. That's been his shtick for like 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So now that he's on Saturday Night Live, people who wouldn't normally know who he is are not watching him because Saturday Night Live is such a mainstream show. And the people who never was the, was giving him dollars or stream or view or anything now see him. So you can't cancel him. He's a comedian. And the, things about, the thing about being a comedian is very similar to like being a rapper. You get your core fan base and you monetize off your fan base. Bill Burr has a five-season cartoon on Netflix right now. Bill Burr has like four comedy specials on Netflix right now. Bill Burr has the All Things Comedy Network, his whole comedy network, where there's a whole bunch of uh, YouTube and podcast content that he owns right now. Bill Burr was one of the most was one of the highest-grossing road comedians before covid right now bill burr owns i listen to his podcast he owns one house two cars and he's married with two children and he's white so he's not tricking it on jewelry he's not tricking it on bitches it's literally him his wife his two new children this nigga's in his mid-50s and both his children are like under five you know what i'm saying so he spent his whole life saving Nigga has no like outstanding purchase besides his crib. He's not one of these people that's like into realty or whatever. And he has like seven forms of income. You can't cancel a nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was on the Jerry Seinfeld show. This like yo, just look up Bill Burr. This nigga's like a big deal. He just was in a movie. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was in Star Wars. Like that happened. He he literally had a role in Star Wars. He was just in a Jump Apatow movie. Like nah, he's not getting canceled, bro. All it is, is it's, let's say it's 10,000 people. 10,000 people is a lot of people. If 10,000 people was in front of your house, you feel overwhelmed. But in the grand scheme of the billions of people that are in America and the billions of people that are in the world, 10,000 people don't mean shit. If all 10,000 of you never listen to me or never support me ever again, Life doesn't change when you're at a level to where you have five comedy specials and a five season show on Netflix. That's just how life works. So being like having your panties in a bunch or being like overly sensitive to some fucking to a spiel, an eight minute monologue on fucking Saturday Night Live. Nah, nah, nah. Especially when he's telling the truth. Because, yeah, they stole the woke movement from us and they're finding reasons to complain. When in the grand scheme of things, they're like as far as like the way people are treated, like as far as hierarchy, white women are second place. It's white men, white women, and then the rest. Look at Martha Stewart. Like look at, just look at like popping white women. You know what I'm saying? Just they can do no wrong, and the only people they can do wrong to is white men, and that's it. So what the fuck are white women talking about? Like you have said, like white women aren't being disenfranchised by any other race, any other nobody, black women, fucking Chinese women, Indian women, fucking, I don't know, 
women from the fucking Norway, women from Brazil, women, you know what I'm saying? Like, no other race of women trumps white women as far as opportunities in this world. So them finding shit to complain about is the truth. So they can get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Straight, straight up and down. So thank you for listening to the show. You and Cherry can talk about that. And um, I'm looking to be on Cherry's show very soon. And I'm very happy that Cherry put you on and you became a fan of the show. That really means a lot to me, Christopher Lloyd. My apologies for uh, confusing you with Christopher Robin. All right. All right. Let's go to literally like the last email. So let me say this. If y'all don't get a 59.3, it's not my fault. I just have nothing to read. This is how the cookie crumbles. Yo, yo, what's the word, good brother? Had to holler at you because you be getting to the nitty gritty with the topics through due diligence. So I came here to ask you, what did Barack Obama specifically do to better the conditions of black people in America? What did he do for police brutality, for the financial gap, white supremacy? What did Obama specifically do for black people? A lot of folks say that he had his hands retired and he didn't have Congress and blah, blah, blah. But I've seen more shit shaken up in four years of Trump than I did with the eight years of Obama. Disclaimer, I'm not voting for Trump. P.S. Give a shout out to Walk and Will. We are releasing episodes every week, Sunday, 2 p.m. on social media at Walk and Will on everything. Sign your brother, Jordan, at Agent Black Guy on everything. Yes, so uh, walk, W-O-K, the letter N, the word whale, the animal whale, walk in whale. Uh, that's a dope cartoon series that my man develops, whatever. I was even a voiceover actor on there. And um, nothing, my nigga. The one thing that I have an idea about is he created Obamacare, something that didn't happen before him. And if it did happen before him, it wasn't called Obamacare, so maybe he hit niggas with the remix. But in regards to, like, white supremacy, uh, the the gap in regards to finances and police brutality, and this nigga didn't do anything, to my understanding. It's so, it's so real. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna, uh, give a lifeline to somebody who is politically inclined. Give me one second. niggas be working and shit like that hold on he doesn't know i'm calling by the way i should have actually i should have asked him when he was free but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do for content come on brody you gotta pick up you you gots to pick up brother ah this nigga rashad didn't pick up now you know what i gotta do i got a beast i got a beast on this nigga I'm going to call this nigga again. Because he's the only person I could think of that can answer this question. I don't know a lot of people that are like, that I'm sorry, politically inclined. Brother. Oh, this nigga fucking can't talk. But yeah, this nigga did nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't know any bills that was passed. I don't know any legislation that went through. No, nothing. And you know what? One thing you learn about politics is you're only good as the people that are backing you. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was pretty much left on an island by himself because although he was president, nobody was fucking with him. So he would continually try to pass shit, try to pass shit. And niggas would look him dead in his face and tell him fuck out of here. 
So for the race for um, I'm sorry, for the wage gap, for black people in general, police brutality, white supremacy, he would go up, give cool speeches, and that's it. I don't know about anything else. It's so real. If you're listening to this at this point, if you are politically inclined, Kinks with Kiki, I know you listen to my show. Yeah, you know I mean, you're the person that came through and told me, like, what's the difference between states and how states have different laws, although we're all under America. If you are listening to this, tell me what Barack did for black people. I know you know, because you know everything else. You know what I'm saying? Specifically you or anybody else. If you want to just do a quick Google search and write that shit in as an email, I'm curious about this shit as well, because to my knowledge, this nigga didn't do anything. You know what I mean? So peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. If I don't get an email next week, you just won't get a 59.3. Life goes on, and I'll speak to you on 59.1.